the east inside, here are the stories making headlines in the Philippines and across the globe. Philippine authorities now... Philippine authorities are now saying mass gatherings during President Duterte's State of the Nation address will no longer be allowed. The Interior Department released a directive on the matter amid planned rallies during Duterte's speech on Monday, July 27. The National Capital Region Police Office, or NCRPO, says violators will be arrested and will face charges. Police officials plan to get in touch with activist leaders to inform them of the new directives. The NCRPO is recommending militants to just conduct online protests instead. Officials had initially allowed demonstrations in front of the Commission on Human Rights Office in Commonwealth before putting the whole avenue off limits to demonstrators. But militant groups have said street protests would continue. The number of petitions challenging the controversial anti-terror law before the Philippines' top court rises to 19. The high court received on Friday three new petitions filed by the alternative law group, women's group Gabriela, and church officials led by Manila Bishop Broderick Pabilio. The petitions questioned the vagueness of the new measure as well as the power assigned to the anti-terror council to designate terrorists. But Justice Secretary Minardo Guevara is confident the Supreme Court will resolve these issues on the merits of the arguments advanced by the parties concerned, not on the number of petitions filed. President Duterte signed the contentious measure on July 3rd, even when various groups have urged him to veto the piece of legislation. Philippine police will assign one officer to every village as part of the country's coronavirus measures. The Joint Police Task Force for COVID-19 says the officers will make sure quarantine measures like the wearing of face masks and physical distancing will be strictly enforced. The task force is already coordinating with local government units. We have 42,000 barangays in the country and uh, every chief of police or station commander has been tasked to you know, to, to assign as a focal person, not necessarily na but they're the one in charge mm -hmm. in coordinating with the uh, local government unit. President Duterte earlier ordered police to be more strict and arrest quarantine violators. Authorities have accosted more than 239,000 violators from March 17 to July 23. Half were just warned. About 45,000 were fined, while some 18,000 were detained for disobeying police officers. A recent survey shows large majorities of Filipinos practice health measures in a bid to contain the new coronavirus. This despite several government officials blaming the public's alleged stubbornness for the pandemic spread. A July social weather station survey shows more than three in every four Filipinos saying they always wear face masks outside their homes. Around 65% say they wash their hands several times a day. More than half of the respondents claim they maintain a one-meter distance from other people when they go outside. The number of respondents who said they practice the health measures is highest in Metro Manila, a COVID-19 epicenter. The pollster notes the survey's results hardly changed compared to the one conducted in May. But the percentage of people who said they always observe physical distancing declined. The Philippine Health Department sounds the alarm over the falsification of rapid COVID-19 test results. Health Undersecretary Maria Rosario Vergere points out those who engage in such illegal acts should realize they are contributing to the spread of COVID-19. The statement comes after police arrested two individuals for creating fake coronavirus test results. 
a doctor had also sought the help of law enforcement officers after learning the fake medical certificates used his name and e-signature. The Philippines logs more than 2,000 new COVID-19 cases for the second day in a row. That raises the country's COVID-19 tally to over 76,000. Of these, 50,000 are classified as active cases. The death toll is now at 1,879 after 15 more deaths are recorded. 144 more patients have recovered from the respiratory illness, bringing the total to 24,502. COVID-19 news overseas. Confirmed coronavirus cases in the United States surpassed the 4 million mark. Of that number, a million was recorded in the last two weeks alone. The latest tally by John Hopkins University also shows America's death toll is now at more than 144,000, while recoveries stand at 1.2 million. Aside from southern states, the virus is also surging in Alabama, Louisiana and Mississippi. Hospitalizations and deaths also rising at an alarming rate. Trump has also canceled the Republican convention in Florida because of the flare-up of the coronavirus in the state. The decision comes just weeks after he forced party officials to move it there due to a dispute with North Carolina's Democratic leaders over holding an event indoors with maskless supporters. U.S. President Trump backtracks after demanding for a full reopening of schools across America. The Republican leader earlier claimed it's safe to open schools adding Democrats opposed to the idea for political reasons. But Trump now acknowledges some schools may need to delay their reopening as coronavirus cases in the U.S. continue to surge. The decision should be made based on the data and the facts on the grounds in each community, but every district should be actively making preparations to open. Again, the children obviously have a very strong immune system. Back here at home, several groups are urging the Philippine Education Department to postpone the opening of classes scheduled on August 24. They believe the agency is ill-prepared for the start of the school year. The Coalition for People's Right to Health and Cure COVID says face-to-face -face classes also pose safety issues on students and the teaching staff, citing the lack of clinics or medical personnel to monitor potential cases. A rapid assessment by the Alliance of Concerned Teachers also shows one in five teachers who will be teaching online have no computer for their schoolwork, while one in four have no access to the Internet. The Philippine government begins an investigation against state insurer PhilHealth after alleged widespread in the agency prompted the resignation of some high-ranking officers. President Duterte's spokesman Harry Roque says the administration will look into a 2 billion peso purchase for IT equipment, which was not approved by several board directors. The upper chamber also eyeing a similar probe. Senator Panfilo Laxon says the inquiry should be one of the top items on the Senate's agenda when session resumes on Monday. PhilHealth's anti-fraud legal officer Thorson Montes-Keith resigned this week, citing delayed salaries and hazard pay, which allegedly started when he investigated officer officers in the agency. But PhilHealth's chief, Ricardo Morales, downplays the resignation and shrugs off corruption allegations. Over 100 stranded Filipino seafarers from Fujian, China, now back in the Philippines. Manila's foreign department says the seamen underwent 
swab testing and will be temporarily housed at government-approved facilities for mandatory quarantine while awaiting their results. The stranded Filipinos came from nine different Chinese fishing vessels and were not allowed to dock in any port, including China, due to COVID-19 travel restrictions imposed by countries around the world. The Philippine government is also monitoring and extending assistance to 11 other seafarers who remain in Fujian due to delays in processing their documents. The group reiterates its appeal to President Duterte for their immediate repatriation. China orders the United States to close its consulate in the western city of Chengdu, the latest in a tit-for-tat escalation of diplomatic relations between the two countries comes just days after Washington ordered the closure of China's consulate in Houston within 72 hours. That's amid allegations Chinese agents tried to steal data from facilities in Texas. The Chinese foreign ministry says the move was a necessary response and appealed to Washington to reverse the unjustified act. And before we go, what an emotional day for fans of music giants Taylor Swift and One Direction. Swift has dropped a surprise album titled Folklore, which consists of 16 songs. This is the singer's eighth record and comes less than a year after she released Lover. Swift says the album is a result of her imagination running wild while in isolation. As if a surprise album wasn't enough, Swift also released a music video for one of the record's tracks, Cardigan. Meanwhile, British boy band One Direction, whose members are embarking on solo careers, celebrated their 10th anniversary. The band marked the occasion by releasing a nearly five-minute clip showing their best moments. Four of the band's five members each took to social media to thank their fans. There has been no word yet from Zayn Malik, who left the group in 2015 and was not included in One Direction's last album. And those were the latest. I'm Denise Tensai. For more updates, subscribe to the ANC YouTube channel, like us on Facebook, and follow us on Twitter.